So in the title I wrote, we have to believe in a freedom of choice. We simply do not have any other choice. Do I have a freedom to decide what I do or am I pre-programmed? You see, my phone does a lot of funny things very often. And I try to press buttons that don't work or, or does things which I never knew phones should be doing. So phone does a lot of things, but it doesn't have a freedom of choice to do things. My phone is programmed. Now, it could be a glitch in the program, or it could be a, a program which is so complex that I can't figure it out, but it's programmed. My phone, even though it's called a smartphone, really is just following a script. It's not thinking on its own, even though it's called smartphone. My phone does not have freedom of choice. Animals, also, the Torah believes, do not have freedom of choice. Why? Because an animal cannot break its script. An animal cannot say, I'm hungry, but since I know this piece of meat doesn't belong to me, I'm not going to eat it. It is immoral to eat someone else's food. Have you ever heard someone referring to a cow as being immoral or dishonest? No, because morality is pertaining only to those who have a choice to make. An animal has its instincts and it follows its instincts. Its instincts could be retrained. I can train my dog not to eat without my permission. I can do that. But again, it's not going to be that the dog is deciding not to eat. It's going to be that this dog is now programmed not to eat till I give it a command. So an animal does not have freedom of choice. A smartphone does not have freedom of choice. The question is, do we have a freedom of choice? We, humans, if we believe that we are just developed animals, a monkey with a little bit bigger brain, then we should also not have any freedom of choice. If I have a brain that is making all the decisions for me, and this brain is dependent on chemical and neurological processes in it, granted we as humans don't know yet all the intricacies of how brain is working, but one day hopefully we'll figure it out. So just like I don't know why my phone is doing what it's doing, but if my phone is acting in a way which I cannot understand, it does not mean yet that it's making its own choices. It just means that it is so complex that I don't know what it's doing. What is it doing? My brain might be also so complex that I don't know what is it doing, but my brain is a programmed machine and everything is doing is dependent on these chemical and neurological processes. So I'm a machine, I'm a smartphone, or I'm a monkey, neither one of them have freedom of choice. So do we have freedom of choice? So here's an interesting thing. If I hate apples and I love oranges, and I have an apple and an orange given to me, the Torah doesn't call this freedom of choice because I'm programmed to take an apple or an orange. Which we, I'm, I'm programmed to take an orange. If somebody will explain to me that apples are much healthier and really I should eat more apples, then if this conviction of mine will be stronger than my desire to eat an orange, then I'll start taking apples. But again, I'll be reprogrammed by whatever information is going to be provided to me. A freedom of choice is only when I have two values which are equal but different. And I can make a decision which one I follow and which one I don't. That's a freedom of choice. So 
When you give two pieces of meat in front of a dog, this dog is going to look which one is juicier, which one is bigger, and that's the one the dog is going to take. So the dog is programmed to take a nicer, bigger, juicier piece of meat. It, it does not have a freedom to choose. So here we are. So do we have freedom of choice or not? And interestingly enough, all of the atheist schools of thoughts claim that we don't. There's a famous, very outspoken atheist, Sam Harris. He has been uh, taking parts in those debates between religious believers and atheists. He wrote many books on this topic. He has an article that he penned several years ago already. It is called The Illusion of Freedom of Choice. And this article argues that we think that we have freedom of choice. It is beneficial for us to have this illusion, but it's an illusion. He even says that he prefers not to tell his children that really they don't have freedom of choice because he wants them to be deceived that they do have freedom of choice. But when they will grow up, they'll understand that they really don't. So in other words, he says knowing the truth is harming child's development, is harming his, his upbringing. But he says he also tells his kids about Santa, you know, about Santa. And when they grow up, they find out that it's not true. Another famous atheist, Richard Dawkins, says a different thing. He says, I believe we have freedom of choice. I know that it is completely inconsistent with everything else I believe in. And if, if you don't believe in God, if you don't believe in a soul, uh, if you don't believe that we are more than just animals, then he says it is only consistent to believe that we don't have freedom of choice. But, says Richard Dawkins, he does believe that we have freedom of choice. He says, and I guess I have to live for the rest of my life with this contradiction. This is what he says. So in other words, there are atheists who will tell you we don't have freedom of choice, period, and they are open about it. There are atheists who will say we don't have freedom of choice, but sh don't tell it to the children because it's not good for them. Let them be deceived. And then there are atheists who say, I know that according to my ideology, we should not be having any freedom of choice, period, but I'm ready to be inconsistent and contradict myself and still say that we do have freedom of choice. So the Torah is offering us an opportunity to be consistent. What is this opportunity? We do have freedom of choice. Why? Because we are not smart monkeys. We are not very developed apes. We are different species. And we have what's called a soul. It is true that our brain is pre-programmed. My brain is pushing me in one direction, whatever this direction is. It might be too complex to, for me to predict my brain's behavior, but one day, I'm sure science will figure out everything and then we'll be able to predict everyone's behavior if we would have not had a soul. But the Torah says we have a brain and we have emotions which are a part of our physical being and they're pushing us in one direction and then we have a soul and the soul is pushing us in another direction. And the soul is not controlled by this brain, by our heart. Soul is above all of that. So we constantly are being pulled in two different directions and it is up to me personally to make this decision. So I have a freedom of choice between my body and my soul, between my spiritual self and my physical self.